0: Good morning, friends. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews, local sports news information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'm joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone team, Alan Sanders, Mike Garcia. Brad Stevens will be around a little later on, along with Nick Sullivan, Jackson Hyde's here this morning, and we're glad that you've joined us for Bartow Sportsum On today's show, we'll visit with local high school wrestling coaches D.O. Cooks and Ryan Torrance of Cass High School and Adairsville High School, respectively. They'll talk about this weekend's Big Region and High School Team Duels Wrestling Championships. We'll also update the local high school basketball scene and talk about A pretty big football game that's coming up Monday night, the college football playoff national championship game. So we hope you'll stick around with us for the next couple of hours. We're so glad you joined us, and we remind you that we're brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza. Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, First Class Collision Center, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, and Three Way Campers. So uh, we want to thank our sponsors for rejoining us in the new year of 2022, and happy new year to everybody. And we're ready to get today's show started with Coach D.L. Koontz of the Cass Wrestling Program. Good morning, Coach.
1: Good morning.
0: Good morning, Jackson, Alan, and Mike. Good morning, good morning. Glad to have everybody here this morning. Uh, Coach Coates, welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. We're all connected here with our Zoom connection via WBHF and with Alan and Mike back in the studio. Uh, Congratulations on the continued success of your program. Coming off a state runner-up finish last year, uh, this year's team appears to be headed on a similar trajectory, Coach
1: thank you and yes uh that's the hope at least i mean that's what we've prepared for so
0: difficult to uh repeat uh highly successful years like that uh but i know uh you've got a, a group of young men and from what i've been told i've not been around them but from what i've been told a pretty
1: tight-knit group yeah they're uh i would say like i told them they're the closest uh group that we've had since uh the state championships teams back in uh, 06, like those kids did everything together. Uh, These kids, I mean, in the halls, at home, they're always together, which, you know, is huge for a team.
0: Absolutely. Always a good sign uh, that they like each other, care about each other, and go out there and perform for one another. That's a big part of it as well. Uh, I know your focus is now on tomorrow's region duels, and you're hosting on top of all that. Uh, So there's a lot of preparation involved, but let's give you a moment to kind of celebrate some of your early season successes. Uh, You've done well at some early season tournaments. Uh, Tell us a little bit about how the season has gone, progressed uh, and any really outstanding performances that individuals may have had uh, at those various tournaments.
1: Uh, Well, we've been fortunate enough to place, in every tournament uh, that we've been in. So we were third at Blackbeard Duels, uh, giving up three weight classes, so 11 of the 14. Uh, after that, we – trying to think what tournament was next because we've been everywhere. Uh, we yeah, went I to South, South Carolina. Forsyth was in there somewhere. Right. Yeah, we went to South Carolina. First time we ever went over there, uh, finished third over there. Kids did well, had uh, three – what four in the five? four in the finals and uh one second, three firsts. Uh McCulley, again, we go there, finish second. Then we go to the South site Duels. We win that one. Uh then we go down to the huge uh knockout tournament in Florida and with sixty-two teams and we ended up finishing second in that left uh two state runner ups at home and uh another wrestler so uh I'm not saying we would have place first, but we definitely made a harder run at first at that point in time. But uh, Jefferson Tournament, I think we had everybody was a champion from A.J. Pyatt, Cole Hunt, Jay Craps, Bryce Cresho, Tyler McKnight, uh, Zach McKnight. trying to think if I'm going through it so fast. Oh, yeah. We'll give you a chance to go through every one of those individuals a little bit later on. Those have been the guys over and over and over that have been you know, placing at tournaments and been doing well so far this season. So, Jackson,
0: before we get to uh, talk about this weekend's duels and we'll come back to those individuals,
2: I know you're around a lot of those guys. Uh, Absolutely. A lot of those guys are are crossover athletes. Some of them play football and other sports and uh, been around, been around several of those guys a good bit. Coach, uh, quick question before break, but what, Cole Hunt, uh, I know he's a Division One, I, I think University of North Carolina signee. Um, is there something different about that kid than other kids you've had in the past that he's he's able to get that that big time Division One
1: scholarship? Uh, yeah, he's an absolute psycho, uh, <laughs> and I say that in a good way because, like, literally, you can't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what we do. If we're conditioning, he's smiling. Like it just doesn't stop now. I think part of that comes from his parents, you know, his brother's an elite division one wrestler, you know, he's got great parents, but they're also farm farmers. So, you know, he's been taught to work his whole life and he enjoys everything he does. So like when other people are frowning because they're running or we're doing stairs or, and he's just over there smiling, can we do more? And I'm like, there's something wrong with you, kid. I love it. (laughs) So, but I mean, I mean, That's probably, I would say, the difference, because talent-wise, I've had kids just as talented. It's just that little extra to keep pushing themselves.
0: Understood. That's always great to hear. Coach, there's a lot of work that goes into hosting this weekend with the Region Team Duels Championships. Share with our audience some of your staff that not only works with your individual wrestlers, but also is helping out with this
1: weekend's duties. Uh, So... Obviously, Eric Ruggles has been assisting with me forever. Uh, Greg Hunt, Cole's dad, helps us coach. Ben Craps, Coach Blankenship from the middle school. He'll be over here helping. You know, Bobby Hughes, our athletic coordinator. And, I mean, the ones that – it's the countless parents that come, you know, go pick stuff up, go get all the stuff for the concession stand. They're here, you know, before the sun's up to help with getting everything set up, even if we have to remove mats or anything like that. You know, there's parents always around that. I can't ever name all the parents that help, you know, because without them, really, you got four or five guys that – and the kids that are going to try to do everything, and it just doesn't work that way. Right. So it's the parents that are pretty much the unsung heroes of when we host region or the sectional tournament this year down at Lake Point. Like, they're going to be godsends because otherwise you wouldn't have anywhere near the amount of staff that you needed. There you go. We're visiting with
0: Coach D.L. Coons, head wrestling coach of the Cass High Colonels. And uh, we're going to have more about this weekend's area or region duels at Cass and more about the Cass Colonels when we return to Bartow Sports Zone. Have you seen the complete line of quality UTVs and ATVs at Elite Stone Supply? That's right. Elite Stone Supply has the innovative and exciting High Sun line of off-road and all-terrain vehicles. High Sun UTVs and ATVs are unique and versatile. They'll surpass anything you've experienced in power sport vehicles before. Check out the complete line at Elite Stone Supply, Joe Frank Harris Parkway and Baker Road, just north of Cartersville, across from Racetrack. Find us on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply
3: You already know at Johnny's Pizza we offer $1 cheese slices on Monday And Tuesdays we host Team Trivia at 7.30 But I also wanted to take a moment to let you know about our extensive lunch menu That we offer Monday through Saturday from 11am to 3pm We offer 9 different lunch options, each with a free drink
1: They're made fresh to order And we'll make sure that we get you out of here in plenty of time to get back to your day Stop by Johnny's Pizza for lunch, 244 North Dixie Avenue.
0: Accidents will happen, but when the unfortunate happens to you, let First Class Collision Center be your partner in repairs. First Class provides quality auto body and interior repair while working with all insurance companies and maintaining a Google five-star customer rating. Call First Class at 770-755-2200 to schedule your free no-obligation estimate today. Our shop now handles big truck repairs to First Class Collision Center because it has to be perfect. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. So glad you joined us this morning. Uh, we're visiting with Coach D.L. Cooks of the Cass High School Wrestling Program. They're getting ready to host the Region 7-5A Team Duels Championship out at Cass High School starting tomorrow morning. And, Coach, uh, we were talking off the air. We'll let you now share with our audience on the air uh, what time does wrestling get started and tell us a little bit about how the bracket is shaped out for tomorrow's action.
1: So we'll start wrestling at 8.30, uh, and Woodland is the one seed. Five of six not been beat. Uh, We're the two seed, and then three is Calhoun, four is Cartersville, five is Blessed Trinity, and six is Hiram right now. So the very first round at 8.30 is going to be three versus six and four versus five. So you'll have Calhoun and Hiram going against each other and then Cartersville and Blessed Trinity. The winners of that will then wrestle us and Woodland. uh, And then we'll roll literally once we stop. I never stop a tournament. Once we start, I'll never stop a tournament. We just roll all the way to completion. But uh, the only time actually this year we're going to stop, we're going to do our little senior thing right after the first round for our three seniors that we have. So uh, before Woodland and whoever wins between four and five and us and whoever wins between three and six wrestle, we're just going to do that for the kids.
0: Very good. So uh, a nice little recognition of those guys. Just to clarify for the audience, that means Cartersville and Blessed Trinity go at one another. The winner takes on Woodland, Calhoun, and Hiram go at one another at eight 30 with the winner taking on Cass and the finals to follow later on. And of course you got, all the action to wrestle back for uh, the top four spots who will advance to the state preliminaries. Uh, as I understand it now uh, that all of that having changed over the last couple of years, just a little bit. Uh, it's what we do here on Bartow sports zone coach. Kinks, uh, so take us through this year's lineup. Tell us a little bit about each of those young men on this year's team.
1: Uh, so that, uh, one oh six we have a host of individuals from the uh, Montero Sisters to Lee Camp. Uh Lee's been just uh in the J V lineup all year. Uh, but at, he was a, a moving type kid so he hasn't been eligible yet. Uh at one thirteen we have AJ Pyatt. He's been he's placed in every single tournament we've been in freshman. So uh and I believe he will be the first When he ends up placing at the state tournament. I don't know if it's this year. I don't know if it'll be, you know, by his senior year, but his father was a state placer too. So, uh, they'll be the first father son duo that I know of on the board. Uh, so at least since I've been here since 2004, that, uh, and his dad was obviously before I got here, but, you know, that'll be a pretty neat thing. 120 Cole Hunt, two time state champ right now, was third as a freshman. Uh, was an NHSCA all-american last year as a junior He won at 113 uh, just an absolute hammer 120 J Craps uh, or 126 J Craps he was grappler fall classic champion super 32 runner up which is probably the biggest one of the biggest tournaments in the nation right now in the off season uh, he was third for us last year he's a sophomore uh, been champion at everything. I mean, he was an NHSCA national champ as well as a freshman. Uh, I mean, both him and Cole are ranked nationally. They're just absolute hammers, so couldn't have better partners for those light guys. Uh, 132 is we either have Hunter Barrett or Richard Martin. They've been going back and forth. One's a sophomore, one's a freshman, uh, filling in there and you know battling the best they can. One thirty-eight Bryce Cresho's three-time state placer for us. He's uh, was state runner-up last year, champ the year before that. Third as a freshman. Forty-five Tyler McKnight. Uh, doesn't say much. Boys, that kid quick as lightning. Uh, he was state runner-up for us last year. State placer. Say so he was fifth the year before that as a freshman. What do we have fifty-two? Eli Doolittle state runner-up last year for us. Uh, fourth the year before as a fr- or a freshman. Got. Trying to go fast so we don't hit the break. Uh oh, we're good. Okay. 160 Carrick Rowe, another freshman. Talk about 14 I mean, year old baby in a man's weight class. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, the kid gives you everything he's got. Uh just I mean, keep an eye on him over the next couple of years because if he went at this man's weight class that he is, probably his name would be out there way more than it's been. Uh so he's he's going to be definitely fun to watch the next few years. 170, Zach McKnight, Tyler's brother. Uh, again, state runner up last year, say so 60 year before that. Uh, 182, probably Parker Dunn. Uh, state qualifier for us last year at 182, plays football. Uh, I believe he's honorable mention all region. I mean, you want to talk about a kid that just work ethic, like, uh, he didn't have a weight training all first semester, so he'd come in twice in the morning by himself a week to lift on his own. Nice. Just because you know, that's great kid, you know what I mean? But that's the work he's gonna put in. Uh ninety five trip breeding or trip mm-hmm. breeding. Trip Adams. <laughs> good guy. Uh blast from the past there. I was gonna uh, say
0: you're taking us back a few years, Cage.
1: Yeah. But uh Trip Adams, again, football player tough kid he's been at 220 for us i mean he's an undersized 220 but you know there's was, he was working down just like uh parker was uh through this year and then uh william buttram at 220 he wrestled with us as a freshman uh last year did not wrestle came back this year uh, which has definitely been a, a helpful addition because we are very very light in the upper weights and then uh anthony elk is our freshman will be uh get some time at heavyweight for us. Another undersized individual just can't seem to get, uh, I'm pretty sure going back to trip breeding trip and seven, they, uh, scared all the big boys from coming out in the school for me. And, uh, (laughs) after they bounced me off my head a few times. So, uh, but that'll be the lineup that, uh, most likely we present. Very good, and looking
0: forward to following that this weekend. All the action starting at 8.30 tomorrow morning at Cass High School, the Region 7-5A Team Duels Championship, and it should be uh, a lot of uh, exciting action there. For the um, parents, grandparents, family members listening out there this morning, we got a couple of minutes, Coach. How do they get their youngsters involved in wrestling? Wrestling seems to be really strong in the Cartersville and Bartow County community.
1: It definitely is. So uh, we have – there's Liberty Wrestling, which is a youth program. Uh, Coach Blankenship out of the middle school runs that nowadays. Uh, Coach Ruggles, who used to run it, you know, he's – unfortunately, we're all getting older, and uh, our bodies can't take it all. So luckily, we put it in the hands of a great young guy but the other one is gorilla academy and it's chris butler uh but it's right up in rome off of uh, 293 and highway one and a bunch of my guys go up there i mean he's a great guy uh and there's great competition that comes in there as well so i know that's just outside of the bartow line but uh I mean, both of those, and you could contact you know Blank and shift through his email. I know it's on the school's website. I don't have it at this time. Uh, yeah,
0: and we can but, always uh, get them directed to yes. you real quickly, Coach.
1: So, other than that, that's probably the best way. Very
0: good. All right, uh, that'll wrap it up. We're visiting with Coach DL Cooks of the Cass Colonels. They'll host the Region Seven Five A Area Duels this weekend out at Cass, starting tomorrow morning at eight thirty. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Enjoyed it. Good luck this weekend. We'll take a break and be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone.
4: Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband, Trey, and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique, custom designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full-service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together, one backyard at a time.
2: You've known Styles Auto Care as your collision repair specialist in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965. But did you know they're also your headquarters for all kinds of audio, security, and specialty accessories? With audio brands like Kenwood, JL Audio, Pioneer, Alpine, and more, they can make that upgrade you desire happen. Need a hitch, bed liner, toolbox, step bar, or roof rack? Styles Auto Care is your place. They have weather tech products too. Styles Auto Care on West Avenue, where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it.
0: To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hey, good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, and Mike Garcia back in the studios at WBHF. Jackson and I are on the Zoom connection with WBHF. We welcome you back to Bartow Sports Zone here on WBHF. We're expecting Coach Ryan Torrance of the Daresville Tigers to join us here in just a moment, and it appears that he is trying to get connected now uh, with the Zoom connection. Jackson, before we get over to Coach Torrance, uh, always interesting to hear from Coach D.L. Kuntz at CAS. Uh, he's got that program headed in a no. very uh, upward trajectory.
2: A lot of success in uh, the, uh, lighter weight classes is, is kind
1: of
0: Well, uh, Coach Torrance, have you uh, connected there? Are you with us?
5: Yes,
6: sir. I believe I am.
0: All right. Very good. Glad to have you with us on Bartow Sports on this morning. We visited with Coach Dio Kuntz in the opening half hour this morning. Uh, But Happy New Year to you as we uh, restart Bartow Sports Zone here on WBHF. Coach, we'll have you go through your lineup a little later on in this interview, but right now kind of take us through uh, the summary of your season thus far. What have been some of the highlights, successes, heading into tomorrow's area team duels championship over at Rockmart? I
6: think that uh, so far the story of our season has been forfeits. Unfortunately, uh, we've been forfeiting three, four weight classes everywhere we go because where we have a lot of talent, it's stacked on top of each other. But um, the bright side of that is is that we have a lot of talent. So going into this week and the next, we're going to start spreading that talent out as guys find their new weight classes and spread out a little bit. And uh, nobody's seen the lineup we have yet. So that's the bright spot of the day.
0: Very good. Uh, What about some of the tournaments uh, that you've visited so far? Any individual uh, successes that you've had along the way?
6: Yeah, so we've, we're getting a lot of success, particularly out of our seniors. Um, we're getting a lot of success out of Jackson Owens at 120, who uh, shines everywhere we go. Um, very rarely does he meet competition that pushes him, uh, which is what we're looking for. And that's why we travel like we do is looking for good, tough competition for our, our best guys. We're seeing that out of Jackson Owens. We're seeing it out of Isaac Lindley at weight class 132, everywhere we go. Um, it's hard to find guys that will push those two. Isaac Lindley has met himself two very tough competitors in the finals of a couple tournaments, um, and that's what we need. That's what we're looking for. We travel looking for the best people to push our best guys. Other seniors we have that are, are standing out this year, we have 120s uh, Jackson Owens, 132 is Isaac Lindley, and we have James Lynch at weight class 195 who always makes a mark everywhere where he goes as well. That's not to leave out this, uh, any of the seniors, but those three have really been very competitive this year.
0: Oh, yeah, and we'll give you a chance here in just a little bit, Coach, uh, to actually go through your lineup, weight division by weight division, and kind of highlight each one of those young men. That's what we do here on Bartow Sports Zone. We'll get to that in a few minutes, but I want to ask you this. As a head coach, uh, obviously you always need help. Uh, you can't get it done all by yourself um, members of your staff all the way down to the middle school level. Who's, who's helping you build that program in tiger country?
6: So we're very fortunate uh, a couple years ago to picked up Joey Harris. Joey Harris was a uh, Adairsville high school's head wrestling coach just before I got here. And he had a chance to go back to our merch, which is his alma mater and coach there. And he took it after a couple of years, our merch, three, four years there, he realized he really missed the community in Adairsville. This part of what we had going on. He decided to come back. So that was a big addition for us is to get Coach Joey Harris back to Adairsville. He's running our middle school program, does a fantastic job with it. He's giving these kids a skill set so that when they get to high school, they're ready to go. And uh, then we have Coach Tony Sellers. Coach Tony Sellers has been our assistant now for two years. We had a big change up a couple years ago and brought in some, some new talent. And you're right, coaching goes a long way. And with the right people in place, you can get the athletes in the right place as well. And we have uh, Coach Salvador Grimaldo. Coach Salvador Grimaldo has been assistant here since he graduated seven years ago as well. And we have other community coaches that come in and help out as well. But those are our staff coaches. And um, it's really been a a blessing to have those guys in the room with us.
0: Jackson Hyde is with us this morning, Coach. Uh, We'll give Jackson a chance to jump in here and ask you a question or two.
6: Sure. Uh,
2: Morning, Coach. I know you've got uh, area duels coming up here shortly. Who are uh, who are a couple of teams that, uh, that that's going to be your
6: best competition when you get into the area duels? I think area duels is going to be an interesting evening overall, but you can't overlook Rockmart ever. Uh, Rockmart is defending traditional state champions. Their lineup is one of the toughest in the state, no matter what division. They have a kid that's probably not even in their varsity lineup because there's so much talent in the bottom. Uh, they're returning one thirteen state champ last year. He may not even get in the lineup. So we're about to find out tonight. They got returning state places and state champs all throughout the bottom end of their lineup. There's heavyweights, a returning state champ. Uh, they're just incredibly solid, and they're the ones that we're we're going after for sure today.
0: Coach, uh, I know we visited with Coach Kootz earlier there. Uh, area duels uh, are tomorrow, starting at eight thirty. What's the timing on the tournament at Rockmart? I know you got a little larger uh, group of schools with seven schools over there. Uh, what's the schedule look like for for Area Four?
6: Well, going in for us, they actually moved ours to this evening at five thirty at Rockmart due to the fact that three of the schools in our area have uh, either been able unable to compete this year uh, due to COVID or have chose not to Uh Redan, I think is one of those uh, GAC will be there though. Westminster will be there. It'll be ourselves and it'll be rock Mart. So we're going to have a pretty much a traditional quad tonight where we all get to wrestle each other and we're going to see who comes out on top.
0: Very good. We'll take a look at uh, some of that more in detail in just a few minutes. The Adairsville Tigers under Coach Ryan Torrance visiting with us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. They head to tomorrow's, or actually tonight now, Area 4 Team Duels Championship. Seven schools involved. Uh, including Adairsville, Rockmart, Westminster, Greater Atlanta, Christian, Carver, Cedar Grove, and Redan. So we look forward to following all the action here with Barto Sports Zone, and we'll have updates for you throughout the weekend on BartowSportsZone.com. Well, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we want to visit with Coach Tarrant some more and talk about. His lineup, starting with the lowest weights and taking us right through his heavyweight competitors, Uh, he'll give us some details on who those young men are leading the Adairsville Tigers this year with uh, the wrestling program as they head to the Area 4 Team Duels Championship later on this evening. We'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone.
3: Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the Blue Beach House with the Bright Yellow Door, or call us at 770 386 3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service construction repair. We make swimming easy. To wilsonpools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook.
0: Good morning, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, Mike Garcia, and we're visiting with Ryan Torrance, the head wrestling coach at Adairsville High School as they get ready for the Area 4 Team Duels Championship beginning tonight over in Rockmart. Coach, before we let you go through your lineup, Your entire lineup, Uh, that's what we do here on Bartow Sports Zone. We like to talk about the young men. But I want to ask you a question about leadership with this team. Who, Who are the leaders that take responsibility for not only themselves, but for their teammates on this year's Tigers squad?
6: Well, this year it really is largely our seniors that have stepped into that hole. We've been very fortunate over the last several years to have strong senior leadership. And this year is really no different. We have Jackson Owens, our 120, who really tries to – these guys actually take ownership of their weight class and the people around them. So Jackson Owens has really tried to be the leader for our smaller guys. Isaac Lindley, a senior as well, weight class 132. Uh, He's really our perennial go-to, very disciplined wrestler. He's been at it for a very long time, and uh, he's something we really count on as well. And then we're seeing a lot of leadership, too, out of James Lynch, a senior as well. And Luke's Story, our 285. Those four have really stepped in for leadership for us this year.
0: Well, here's your chance, Coach. We've got plenty of time. Take a deep breath and just kind of take us through this year's lineup. Tell us who's going to be competing at the weight classes for uh, Adairsville starting tonight.
6: Yes, sir. So fortunately this year, probably the first time maybe we ever have, we have one of our female wrestlers in our varsity lineup. And so at weight class 106, we have Harmony Green. Harmony Green is new to the sport and has worked worked really hard this year to get herself where she needs to be to be competitive, and uh, she's a junior. And 113, we're forfeiting as of right now, still trying to get somebody into that weight class. At weight class 120, we have Jackson Owens, again, a senior who's been a strong leader and somebody who's picked up a lot of bonus points for us this year. Uh, another senior at weight class 126 is Braden Castellari. He's a second-year wrestler who's also worked very hard this year to get where he needs to be. Our varsity guy at weight class 126 would be Jacob Pasley. Uh, Jacob Pasley is a sophomore, and you'll hear we have a lot of sophomores this year in our varsity lineup. Really strong, talented young men. Jacob Pasley is, uh, I think he's probably scored more tech pins than anybody I've ever seen in all of my years of coaching. That's where you're teching somebody, you go ahead and pin them. Right, right before the tech is called. And uh, so he's really been a big point scorer for us. At weight class 132, also at 126, we have Jay Chancey, a freshman who's coming in, very competitive young man. Howard Bailey at weight class 132, very physical, very fast, very athletic. He's uh he's like a stick of dynamite going off, <laughs> followed by, yeah, he really is, followed by another sophomore, Jeffrey Johnson, Andrew Johnson. He is... Uh, Probably one of our most technical wrestlers. Fantastic young man. Uh, We look for a lot of good out of him as well. Uh, Weight class 132, anchoring as a varsity guy is Isaac Lainley. Can't say enough about the kid. I'd like to be able to keep these guys for another year. He's just really fantastic young man. At weight class 138, uh, we're going to have McCaden Reese. And we're going to have Jamari Spates. Both young men uh, are actually transferred to us from CAS over the last couple of years. Uh, Cass, as we all know, has a plethora of athletes, and uh, our county is fairly transient, and we're fortunate to pick those guys up as they came over from Cass, both very competitive. That's McCain-Reese and Jamari Spates. Uh, Jamari Spates is actually probably going to be wrestling both 138 and 145. Our 152 is Brett Lance, another really strong leader, looking for a lot of good out of him this year and really coming next year as well. Uh, Brett Lance is a junior. And he is our cradle machine. You can look for him to cradle any chance he gets. Weight class 160 is Blome, Ethan Blome, another sophomore. I think in our lineup, we have more than half of our starters are sophomores this year. So you can see that the next two years will be uh, a really good repeat of what you're seeing now and only improving. Very strong young man, great football player. He's a running back for us and is really doing the same great things on the football field that he is in the wrestling room. Anna Dudley, I don't know if you remember Doss Dudley, uh, graduated last year, was a state placer last year, third place. His little sister has stepped in as one of our 160s this year. And then at weight class 170, we have Drew Falk, a junior. He is unfortunately at quarantine right now, so we'll be forfeiting at 170 tonight. Due to his uh, one of his family members, and he's got quarantined.
1: Right. Uh,
6: great, great young man. Always look for points out of him as well. Uh, weight class one eighty two. We have Jamin Long, Jamin Long, and Jackson Owens are brothers, and both of them everywhere they go, they're leaving their mark. This guy's a hammer, and uh, you wouldn't think at five five hundred eighty two pounds, he comes in and just lays the hammer on guys.
0: Coach, and we got we have- about a minute, so squeeze them in here.
6: Yes, sir. We got James Lynch at 195, a senior. Uh, Again, looking to score great points out of him. Seth Sellers also at 195. One of our assistant coaches, son, sophomore as well. We have Jet Johnson, a freshman at 220. Fantastic job he's done this year so far. Brody Carver, sophomore at 285. And our varsity guy at 285 is Luke Story, graduating this year as well.
0: Very good. Coach Ryan Torrance, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for getting all those kids' names in there. Uh, and good luck to you beginning tonight over in Rockmart.
6: Thank you. Thanks good. for having us. Good luck That's tonight, Coach. That's
0: Coach Ryan Torrance of the Adairsville Tigers. They head to the Area 4 Team Duels Championship. Starting this evening, it'll be Adairsville, Rockmart, Westminster, Greater Atlanta Christian, Carver, Cedar Grove, and Redan battling it out. For four spots to advance to the state tournament. Time for a news break, and we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We're having a good time here this morning talking a little local sports. It's been a a wrestling morning on Bartow Sports on this morning. We visited with Coach D.L. Kuntz of the Cass Colonels and Ryan Torrance of the Adairsville Tigers as they get ready to compete in their respective dual championships this weekend for either their region or their area. Of course, Region 7 5A competing at the region level. And then Adairsville in Class AAA, where there are fewer wrestling schools actually assigned to an area, Area 4, over at Rockmart. Jackson Hyde's here with me this morning. Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia back in the studio at WBHF. Um, <clears throat> Jackson, uh, before we move forward with Barto Sports on this morning, we didn't get to spend very much time with uh, uh, talking about The Cartersville and Woodland programs, of course, both of those schools will be competing out at Cass tomorrow morning as well with action starting at 8.30 in the morning. Uh, Give us a little bit of your take on uh, Woodland and Cartersville
2: uh, since we didn't have those coaches on this morning. Well, Woodland is Woodland. Uh, They're yearly. Uh, You can just set your clock. Woodland's going to have a team that's going to compete for a state championship every year. Uh, they're loaded again, just like always. Uh, I think it comes down to them and Cass, probably, are the the top two teams. Not by a lot, but they're the probably the top two teams in the in the region. Um, and Cartersville is an up and coming uh, team that's going to have to be dealt with here in a few years. They've got a lot of young, good young wrestlers. Um, of course, they got Chaudre Hurst at the at the heavyweights this year. That's probably will will, will be your state champion when it's all said and done. And uh, good coaching staff there. Sammy Rosario, who was obviously a cash wrestler back in the day, is now the head coach. Um, He's got a good support staff there with him at Cartersville now. and expect big things out of them in the near future. Yeah, both uh, Cartersville on the rise.
0: Uh, we talked about it off the air just a little bit. Adairsville has already kind of made their niche in Class Triple-A. Uh Cartersville really one of those up and coming programs in Class 5A. And of course Cass and Woodland were one two uh last year and have been of uh, the top uh in the top four or five programs year in and year out in their classification. Uh we're uh talking a little wrestling this morning, but uh we'll have next week a lot of basketball. We'll have Kyle Sandy of com to join us in the first hour and kind of do a statewide summary of some players and the top teams across the state of Georgia uh, in high school basketball. And then we'll have him drill down just a little bit on the local basketball scene uh, as he kind of does a review of all of our local teams next week here on Barto Sports Zone. So we hope you'll join us for that. We're brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza out at Lake Point Station, Derek Stranger, Edward Jones Financial Advisor, First Class Collision Center, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, and, of course, three-way campers out there with Jackson Hyde. We want to say congratulations to our December Elite Athletes of the Month for Adairsville. It was freshman swimmer Brooklyn Chansey, already a standout in the 50 freestyle and a member of two of the Tigers relay teams. At Woodland, the elite athlete for December is junior Ricky Hawkins. He's the captain of the Woodland swim team for 2021-22. The Cass Elite Athlete is Senior Cheerleader Riley Moore, named a Georgia All-Star Cheerleader for 2021. She was also the captain of the Colonel's Top 10-ranked competition squad and representing Cartersville, the Elite Athlete for December Hurricane football's quarterback, Jake Parker, he helped lead the Kings to an undefeated regular season and a final number two ranking in class five, a in 2021. We want to thank Danny snow and all the team out at elite stone supply for sponsoring our elite athletes of the month. And uh, always a welcome addition to Bartow sports zone and our programming here on WBHF. Only a couple of basketball games played this week uh, since the holiday tournaments were completed. For a detailed breakdown on some basketball and wrestling, you can go check out our Sunday Bartow Sports Zone podcast. Brad Jackson and I kind of went through all of that in a little bit more detail, uh, but we'll tell you that uh, we've got some action coming up here on WBHF, some regular season basketball coverage this year starting Tuesday, uh, with the region openers for Cass and Cartersville at the Kane Storm Center. Pre-game will start around 545 with the girls' game opening tip at 6 p.m. So we hope you'll join us for that if you can't make it out to the game in person. A real quick rundown before our uh, next commercial break. On the girls' side, Adairsville 7-4 and four on the year, 3-3. Three and three. They play at unbeaten and fifth-ranked LFO tonight. The Woodland Girls are 2 and 11 on the year. They're hosting Unity Christian tonight. They start region play next week. The Cartersville Girls are 2 and 4 on the year. Haven't played a lot of games. They're hosting Cedartown tomorrow night. They host Cass to start region play on Tuesday. And of course, the Cass Girls at 14 and 1. They actually fell a spot this week in the rankings down to number 8 in class 5A despite a 13 game winning streak. They uh, make the trip over to Cartersville on Tuesday night to take on the Lady Canes. On the boys' side, Excel Christian is 7-4. and four. They start region play in uh, 7A Private tonight at Christian Heritage up in Dalton. Woodland is at 4-7 and seven after a loss last night to Alatoona. They host Unity Christian tonight. They host Blessed Trinity to start region play on Tuesday. Cartersville at 6-4, and four, hosting Cedartown tomorrow night. They host the Cass Colonels on Tuesday night. To start their region action, Cass is at six and seven. They play at Cartersville, as we mentioned on Tuesday night. And then Adairsville is at eight and four. They're five and one in Region six AAA. They beat Murray County Tuesday night. They play at undefeated and 10th ranked LFO tonight up in Fort Oglethorpe, Georgia. And of course, as we've been mentioning all morning here on WBHF and Bartow Sports Zone, the Region 75A Wrestling Team Duels Championship is tomorrow at Cass High School starting at 8.30. The Woodland Wildcats start a run toward a potential fourth straight state duels championship. Cass is the defending state runner-up. They'll be there to try to do something about that at the region level. And then Cartersville will be there under new head coach Sammy Rosario. Uh, they'll be there to compete along with Hiram Calhoun and Blessed Trinity. And on the Adairsville side, they head to Rockmart. For the Area 4 AAA competition, there will be seven schools there, Adairsville, Rockmart, and Westminster among the favorites there, along with Greater Atlanta Christian, Carver, Cedar Grove, and Redan. The four teams from Saturday's uh, area and region competitions will reach the state tournament and will be in the preliminary round starting January 15th. Time for a break. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We want to welcome in now Nick Sullivan from the Daily Tribune News, uh, sports editor out there. Uh, Nick, uh, good morning to you. Happy New Year. Good morning, Charles.
7: Uh, Glad to be back uh, for uh, 2022.
0: Absolutely. Um, We've had a good time this morning. We visited with Coach D.L. Kuntz of the Cass Wrestling Program and Ryan Torrance from the Adairsville Program uh we've kind of touched on the woodland and Cartersville teams as well, so a big weekend, Nick for wrestling I'm sure uh, you'll be out there covering some of that either at Cass or at rockmart
7: yeah um uh as you probably talked with uh with the coaches earlier i mean you know definitely some some high expectations for for these uh local programs um you know on the on the dual side obviously only the two two schools can get through and uh you know, it's set up obviously for, for Woodland and Cass to be able to, you know, do that in in uh region seven, five A. And uh, you know, there's a couple of top teams in that uh region six, three A with with a Daresville that, that should be some good matches uh you know uh later in the day.
0: Yeah, and uh, as both coaches talked about Uh, more so at the AAA level than at the 5A level. It kind of boils down to matchups as far as uh, where those forfeits fall because a lot of the AAA programs have a difficult time fielding complete uh, 14-weight division lineups as they head in. But Coach Koontz told us that at Cass, uh, for the first time all year, he'll have a full lineup uh, as he heads into the duels tomorrow morning, uh, hosting it there at Cass High School. We're going to turn our attention now to – the big college football game that's coming up on Monday evening. So uh, I know that our, our guys back in the studio, Alan and Mike, will be ready to jump in here as well. Uh, we're also joined this morning by Jackson Hyde here on Bartow Zone. Fair or unfair, a narrative exists that Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs just simply do not win the big games. So uh, before we get to uh, your take on that spin... Uh, Let me give you a chance to respond uh, to this. Here's a list to consider. Michigan in the 2021 Orange Bowl. Oklahoma in the 2018 Rose Bowl. Auburn in the 2017 SEC Championship Game. Notre Dame really in 2017, but again in 2019. And then Clemson in the 2021 season opener. Uh, I would argue that all of those have been big games. Uh, The narrative comes from not beating Alabama for seven straight games. Uh, By the way, that's the longest win streak by either school in their 71-game series that dates all the way back to 1895. So making an even louder statement, uh, at least four of those seven Georgia losses to Alabama are now known by catchphrases. They're second and 26. There's five yards short. The fake punt game. And then all the way back to the blackout game. So, uh, with 128 other teams watching TV on Monday night, is it a fair assessment that Georgia doesn't win the big game? Alan, we'll let you start this off,
3: (laughs) man. I can't believe you're giving it to me first, uh, you can make the argument. Obviously, people are saying it. You, you're bringing it up as a topic. So obviously, there is that uh, idea out there that uh, that G- Georgia doesn't have the ability to go all the way to close it out. Uh, and I've got to be honest. I said at the beginning of the season, you've got Georgia, you've got Alabama. Everyone's going to be a completely different tier, third all the way down. We're back to Georgia-Alabama in this final game. I just... I, I'm going to be pulling for the dogs, but all the all the odds, even though they're favored by three, the odds are psychologically something happens. Nick Saban has a way of getting in your head, and I'm going to be very concerned Monday watching the game. Mike Garcia, fair or unfair?
5: It, it's manure. It's unfair. I mean, I it, it's. Alabama is Alabama. They're a dynasty, and and uh, I know I'm going to transcend sports here, but you look at the 1990s Utah Jazz. Well, Karl Malone, John Stockton couldn't win the big game. No, they kept running into Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. I mean, what, 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 you know, whenever you run into a, a – how many – yes, Clemson won a couple times against Alabama, but come on. I mean, I I don't buy that one bit
0: very good nick i'll give uh, you a chance on this fair or unfair
7: i mean you, you listed off uh, a lot of games that like you said w- would be considered big games um you know regular season games versus some some playoff games maybe there's you know a little bit of debate uh, on that front but sure i mean but like you said uh you know when when you're going up against uh you know a dynasty like that um you know, there, there's going to be times where where you're not able to, you know, come out on top. Now, statistically, you would think that you know, as good as Georgia has been, you know, most of those times they've matched up that they would win at least one of those games. Um, you know, maybe maybe that comes Monday night. Uh, maybe there there's just uh, too much of the uh, you know teacher pupil uh, you know type of uh, psychosis that goes into it that that Kirby Smart is you know, not been able to, you know, pull the Jimbo Fisher, and I mean, Jimbo went in it this year was the first time that any of the, you know, that's saving right. coach three has been able to beat him, so it, it's not just Kirby that's, uh, you know, suffered from that. All right, we go to our Georgia Tech guy now,
0: Jackson, fair or unfair? The narrative that Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs don't win big games.
2: I would, I would lean toward unfair. Um, I think you know the the big game they can't haven't obviously in, in the last seven tries is a, to win is Alabama, but uh, you know Alabama has always had a a tremendous advantage up front in my opinion uh, on both sides of the ball, and this year is different. Um, I think the next few years are going to be different. The uh, Georgia's is good up front in my opinion is, is as Alabama. Um, Alabama probably has a little edge at quarterback, and that's probably the uh, the the key to the game Monday night, in my opinion. But to answer your question, no, I don't think it's fair. I think there's 127 other teams that would love to be where Georgia's at and and to be where Georgia has been in the past uh, 10 years or so as far as playing in the big game. So I'm going to lean toward unfair.
0: Very good. Well, another uh, look at this game on Monday night, Uh, you can bet against Nick Saban at your own risk. Alabama is a Vegas underdog Monday night. Uh, it has fluctuated between two and a half and three points, uh, but they were an underdog in the SEC championship game, too, at six and a half points. Remember, Georgia had bulldozed through the regular season at 12-0 and 0, while the Crimson Tide had lost to Texas A&M. They'd survived close calls with Florida, LSU, Arkansas, and Auburn. Bama spotted the dogs ten points and then shredded the Bulldogs forty-one to twenty-four in that route to win a tenth SEC game. Whether it was game planning or in game adjustments, Coach Saban and Alabama, their staff just appeared to outcoach Coach Smart and his staff at Georgia in that first matchup. It'll be real interesting to see how that plays out. On Monday night, between those two, Georgia shut down Michigan in the semifinals. Uh, really, only gave the Wolverines about four yards per play. But uh, the question, I guess, will be: Is that going to be misleading as they take on a much more diversified and uh, you know overall better offensive group in the Alabama Crimson side, uh, Crimson Tide? It'll be real interesting to pay attention to all that, and we're going to have a lot more. Uh, takes on it and some other interesting looks at the matchup when we come back on Barto Sports Zone. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, Nick Sullivan, Alan Sanders, and Mike Garcia. And Jackson, I'm gonna come to you first. We are missing Brad Stevens this morning on the cusp of the national championship game. Is is he just uh, lying in dormancy, uh, trying to avoid the, all of the discussion and the hype?
2: Uh, I, and that could be the case. Uh, I hope that's the case. I hope that's. I hope he's not sick or anything of that nature. But uh, you know, Brad. If he was on the air before they played it uh, the last time and they lost, maybe he's thinking he just needs to stay away this time to change the mojo maybe a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. You brought up a
0: good point, Jackson, during the commercial break. Uh, the city of Indianapolis is about to get its first real dose of Southern college football atmosphere. Uh,
2: absolutely. They better be ready because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure uh, 75 North – to. Up through Nashville and and is about to get real crowded uh, northbound. I would say tomorrow, there's probably most of them headed up for both from Alabama and Georgia. It's going to be a going to be a fun game. I'm excited to watch it. Being a you know, I really don't have a team involved, unfortunately, but uh, it's going to be a good football game.
0: Guys, we uh, before the news break and the commercial break, we were talking about uh, betting against Nick Saban at your own risk. Alabama is a Vegas underdog again. Uh, more rat poison, delicious rat poison for Saban and Alabama, Nick.
7: Yeah, I mean, uh, for a team that was somehow saying that they were the underdogs against Cincinnati, um, I, I'm sure Kirby Smart would have loved nothing more than for, uh, for Alabama to come out as, uh, you know, a couple point favorite in that one. Um, you know, I... For, for Alabama, you know, they, they haven't really, you know, had, had much to, you know, get motivated about in, uh, in most of these matchups the past few years. But, uh, you know, they showed in, uh, in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago that, you know, being the legitimate Vegas underdog uh, suits them pretty well. A little
0: Bartow Sports Zone magic this morning. You talk about Brad Stevens and he appears on the Zoom connection. Good morning, Brad.
4: Good morning, Charles. Uh, sorry I'm late. I um, uh, had a couple of things I had to do this morning, but uh, yeah, here I am asking, ye shall receive. Well, we were a little concerned.
0: We were thinking maybe you were trying to change a little mojo here uh, by staying away from the show this morning with. Georgia and Alabama getting ready to go at it
4: on Monday night. Well, yeah, I mean, there's some excitement in the air right now. I can feel it. I've been reading every article. Um, I don't know how to feel about it after, you know, the SEC championship game. As I said in the past uh, couple of weeks, you know, if we go back to the defense that we've been playing all year and what we did against Michigan, I feel great about it. But if we run some whatever that was in the SEC championship game, we're going to have a hard time. You can't let Bryce Young sit back and just pick you off. And find all those receivers that he has. I know he's missing John Mechie, but that doesn't matter. They've got another five star right behind him. Uh, They always will until Saban retires. So can't count them out of anything.
0: That's a great segue to what I wanted to talk about next. uh, Next, and we've got a couple of minutes here before our our next break. Georgia is starting to make it a habit of being on the receiving end of Heisman-winning performances. If you go back, uh, Joe Burrow did it two years ago against the Bulldogs and. Then Young throws for 421 yards in December against Georgia. Alabama's game plan was just run it down the throat of Cincinnati, but against Georgia, they barely tried to run the football at all. Um, Young got rid of the ball so quickly in the SEC championship game. He was 26 of 44 uh, uh, for the 421, as I mentioned, and three touchdowns. In a film breakdown, Georgia only sent four to rush the quarterbacks uh, four, more than four to rush the quarterback on only twelve of forty-four pass plays. So that's roughly one in four pass plays.
4: Why was that, Brad? Well, the issue they had was basically they made Brian Robinson a, uh, another blocker out there, and he did a nice job picking up the, the blitzes when they did. They did come. Um, you know, we I, we changed up some things, and I even I think Lewis seen in the interview said we did some things differently than we've done all year, which. <laughs> In my mind, I just it just blew my mind. I'm like, why? Why would you change up what's been working? I mean, if, yes, it's Alabama, but, you know, you have the personnel now. You've been recruiting well for the last five or six years. You don't have to out-scheme them. You can match up with a man-to-man, and that's what they should have done. And, uh, you know, I got hats off to Brian Robinson and that offensive line. I mean, they did a great job with that modified defense that we ran. But I, I, there was a, an article that I read today about, you know, send the, uh, send the dogs out, and that's what, what they need to do, go back to exactly what they were doing before, and pressure these quarterbacks. And that's how you beat Arkansas, 37 to nothing. You know, that's how you beat Florida. That's how you beat Kentucky. I mean, you know, this, put pressure on the quarterback, he'll fall apart. I mean, Bryce Young's no different than anybody else when you're breathing down his neck and you're 300 pounds. Mike Garcia, let's
0: bring you in here real quickly. Uh, Young, though, has been touted by a lot of SEC coaches out there uh, in discussions where – uh, some interviews have taken place anonymously, and a lot of those defensive coordinators out there in the SEC say Young might be better on the move than he is in the pocket.
5: Yeah, I can see that. And, and uh, you know, I could be mistaken, but, you know, when, when Brad was talking about the Bulldogs' defense, it seemed to me, and I didn't watch every snap of every game, but it seemed to me that, that Georgia – uh, just on talent alone, has been able to get to the quarterback against most teams with just the front four. Seems like, in my opinion, they only really blitz on third down. Uh, obviously, they're going to have to try to change something. Uh, they they can't play another game without no sacks. But, uh, but yeah, as far as Bry- – look, Bryce, Bryce Young made his first start against, against my alma mater and uh, the Miami Hurricanes, and I thought, boy – Miami's defense great you know I feel disrespected 14 point underdogs against a kid that hadn't made one career start and then I saw what he can do and think oh well I guess uh, <laughs> I guess I guess he can't throw on the run and I guess uh, the pressure doesn't bother him so um, it, you know wh- whether the oh, obviously anytime you have any, a quarterback with any mobility you want to try to keep him in the pocket to at least you know close some of the options that, that he has as, as far as attacking the defense. Yeah, it'll be interesting
0: to see how the Georgia defense attacks at this time uh, when they face Bryce Young for a second time. A couple of big, blown coverage plays at key junctures in that first half, the first time these two teams played. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, Kirby Smart and the Georgia defense dial up this time. Young's just too good for those gimmies that were out there in that first game. We'll take a break and be back. To talk some other numbers on this on this championship game when we return to Bartow Sports Zone. First Class Collision Center knows when damage occurs to your car or truck, the repair work has to be perfect. Your insurance company may recommend a repair shop, but let First Class give you a no-obligation quote just to make sure your best interests are at the core of the repairs. Specializing in vehicle service, mechanical repairs, body work, and big trucks too, First Class uses all factory equipment for your specific make and model. First Class Collision Center of Cartersville, online at First Class Collision G. Charles Wilson here, along with Nick Sullivan, Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, Mike Garcia, and Alan Sanders. With the Bartow Sports Zone team, we're kicking around the Oh, pigskin as we get ready for Monday night's college football playoff championship game between Georgia and Alabama. Guys, uh, we, as I mentioned in the commercial break, we probably won't get to everybody on this, but I want to ask some of you, are these numbers that really matter? In the playoff era, that's since 2014, every national championship team has had a 1,000-yard rusher and a 900-yard receiver. So if you look at Alabama, they have Brian Robinson with over 1,200 yards rushing. The dangerous John Mechie is out with over 1,100 yards receiving, but they also have Jamison Williams with over 1,500 yards receiving. If you turn to Georgia for those same numbers, they don't have either. Zamir White is the leading rusher with 772 yards. James Cook has 651. And the freshman tight end Brock Bowers is the leading receiver with 846 yards. What merit or weight do you place on the significance
2: of those numbers? We'll turn to Jackson Hyde first. What do you think, Jackson? I I put no weight in those numbers. Uh, Georgia's season uh, allowed them really to not have to throw the ball a lot. Um, They had a lot of games in hand by the second half. I don't put any weight in the in the receiving numbers. And Georgia is a running back by committee group more than a a featured back, if you will. So I don't I don't put a lot of merit in those numbers. And just to kind of bounce off of what we said before the break, uh, timing is huge in the in the for a quarterback and his receivers and pressure on Bryce Young. He may be good on the move, but anytime you can disrupt the timing, which they didn't do in that last game, is going to be a benefit for Georgia.
0: All right, Alan,
2: let's throw you, to you
0: and those numbers. The 1,000-yard rusher, the 900-yard receiver, does it really matter?
3: No, it means nothing. Uh, when you look at Georgia, uh, a lot of short field, a lot of being uh, their defense turning the ball over, uh, defensive scores. So you're going to see a lot of folks sharing those the, the offensive uh, and defensive scoring. So honestly, when you're constantly taking over short field, when you're not having to run the from, from end zone to end zone, you're probably not going to have a lot of yards, but it doesn't matter. You've got all the wins.
0: All right. Well, it's time to make our picks. So we'll go around the horn now, and we'll start with Mike Garcia. You've got Georgia and Alabama. Who wins this one, Mike, and why? And give us a final score.
5: You know, I, I, I <laughs> if someone put a gun to my head, I, I would say Alabama only because they've got the, the Heisman Trophy quarterback. Now, Alabama's got some injury problems, uh, but uh, especially in that offensive line, uh score uh let's do uh twenty-four to twenty. Why not? All right. So
0: Mike goes with Alabama.
5: Nick Sullivan, your turn.
7: Well, um, before I give my score prediction, I would like to uh plug that uh that I've I've got a story coming out in, in tomorrow's edition. It'll be online later today where I talk to uh uh coach Steve Gates and Coach Connor Foster, both uh with some uh, ties to the University of Georgia about the game, so uh, you, you know, be be looking for that. And uh, uh, Coach Gates, unsurprisingly, with uh, with a prediction of a very <laughs> big for uh, for the dogs. Um, but and, and and they both had, had some interesting things to say from a coaching perspective about uh, you know maybe the strategy that that Georgia was using and uh, you know playing with the, the idea that they. Uh, would see Alabama again uh, down the line and maybe not showing as much. But um, I definitely think it's going to be a better game this time around. Um, you know what? Going out of the state of Georgia, give me uh, give me the Bulldogs 31-28. Wow.
0: So we've got one on
2: each side. Jackson Hyde, you're up next. Uh, pretty simple in my opinion. Not having a dog in the hunt, I can look at it from – From the big picture, I think Georgia played the worst game they played all year in the SEC championship, and I think Alabama played the best game they've played all year. I don't expect that out of either team. I think Georgia will play a much better football game this time around. Can Alabama do it again at that level? I'm not sure they can without Mechie on the offensive side. Um, I like Georgia. I think it's a close ball game. I'm going to go 28-24.
0: Brad Stevens, that's a lot of rat poison.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna jump on the rat poison train too. Though um, I feel like they learned a lot in that last game, what not to do, more or less. Um, and it, they're gonna go back to where they were. They're gonna do the play the game. They know how to play. They did it against Michigan. Worked like a charm. Worked like a charm in every other game. Defense goes back to where they were. Offense settles down. Stetson Bennett has some confidence now after that Michigan win. Uh, that he can get the job done i feel like the dogs pull out a close one though it's not you know, you're not gonna route these guys never um i'm gonna say uh 24 20 dogs okay and that brings us to alan Sanders
3: all right yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna echo everything brad said everything that i've been saying is the same thing with brad said so i'm gonna say though because of the scores that you see since the institution of the playoff and the national championship they are never close i'm picking the dogs 31 21.
0: Oh wow, so uh, a a a bit of a, a 10 point uh, advantage there. I tell you, I I I'll be pulling so hard for the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh I would like to get the Alabama monkey off our back, so to speak, uh but uh I tell you what, it is very difficult for me to take Georgia in this one over Alabama. Uh I think for the sake of hoping that my picks who are which are normally wrong will be wrong again. I'm going to take the other side and uh, take Alabama 31-28. I think it really will be a really uh, interesting game and a close game. I want to ask one last question before we leave this morning. I want to ask Brad Stevens, how are you going to take in Monday night's
4: game? I'm just going to watch it uh, at my house. um, And We have people asking me, you going to Indianapolis? There's no way I'm going up there for that. I'm going to be watching. So if things go well or bad, I'm I'm I'm, I'm where uh, I, I can celebrate or or, or, or uh, moan all by myself. So uh, <laughs> that's all I need. But if we win, I'm just going to say this: if we win, everybody who's dogged me for the last however many years, just avoid me for the next days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: It's been a tough go, and it's always a tough go to be a Georgia Bulldog fan. Uh, we seem to have our balloon burst uh, at the very. End a lot of seasons. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of Bartos Sports Zone. Next week, we remind you that we'll have Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com. He'll help us break down high school basketball all across the state of Georgia, talk about some of the state's top players and top teams, and then we'll have him drill down on the local teams and programs as well. For everybody involved, Jackson Hyde, Nick Sullivan, Brad Stevens, Mike Garcia, Alan Sanders, I'm Charles Wilson. We'll see you next week on Bartow Zone.